0: Hello, my name is Diana and this is my podcast about being on the road, the road of life um, and all the experiences that it teaches us and the people that we meet along the way. Our conversation today is centered around the privilege of staying home. Um, I know that the common message right now is about staying home and, you know, keeping others safe by staying home, and I think rightly so, but I think another part of the conversation that we're not talking about is how much of a privilege it is to stay home, to work from home, to be able to stay home and still make money, to be able to stay home and not worry about food or feeding other people, Um, and so I kind of want us to explore those different dynamics, and later on in the show we're going to have um, other different voices on it, and today I brought my friends here, uh, Daisy. Um, I wish I had bios for all of them, but Daisy is, what's your bio? She's a, do you identify as a health worker or a social worker? I'm a social worker. Daisy's a social worker professionally. Um, she is, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to introduce you. I don't know what your bio is. Daisy's a social worker. She's a Christian too. You <laughs> do bio? Daisy a... Maybe I should pull up your Twitter bio, actually. Wow. Daisy wow. Doisy. She's a
1: girlfriend. Something about theology <laughs> in
0: there. I'm a lover. <laughs> a lover. <laughs> of
2: God and uh-huh. of people. So, so what,
0: Daisy is a recipient of grace, a novice theologian, retired savage, I don't know about that. Is she, though? Recovering cynic, fitness enthusiast. See me in a fight with a bear? Serve the
2: bear. Help. Oh, honey on me. Ooh. means I'm sassy.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> On top of all of that, she's a social worker. So she's, she does something for a living. <laughs> she's like an actual real human being. Um, what else do you want to say about... Oh, you're a businesswoman.
2: Yeah. I yeah. sell so perfumes. Perfumes, Zara. Zara. You know. Hit um, me up. She's
0: your plug. Hair she's stuff. Hair stuff as well. Stop doing that time while it's picking up on the recording. <laughs> This podcast is going to be a mess. <laughs> Tip number one, never have your friends on your podcast. Why Temu, you though? We're
2: serious. Tim, we serious. You're the one that's
0: laughing. Okay, Temwa you're next. Temwa is the CEO. CEO. <laughs> it's not
3: even a CEO. <laughs> she's not it's a CEO. About?
0: Please, please, mother, don't be mad. She's not a CEO. But she's, Tamwa is one of the founders of Okani 265, which is an organization that does what?
1: We help girls and women. I think that's that's just the easiest way. Women put it. empowerment. Woo woo
0: yeah. Feminist? What, what? Not
1: really, but okay. <laughs>
0: <Cool>. <laughs> yeah. Now the feminists are gonna come at you for saying. No. Hey, I know, feel like feminism
1: is all about letting women choose. So you chose.
2: Yeah. You chose not to be a feminist. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Feminist
1: Maybe. Yeah, you can. I think that that's that's okay. okay but yeah.
0: labels are for clothes, not people. So you know how it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, Thomas. <sighs> An overall um, awesome person. She also has a job on top of that. Um, she, what else do you do? Businesswoman, social entrepreneur. Um, she sells hair. Sells hair. Your
1: plug. <laughs> not Shows here to as advertise. Well. And I'm not here you to know, advertise. But... I feel like this,
0: this intro is go- going on way too long than I actually would want it to. <laughs> but both of those are pretty badass women that I get to be friends with. And I thought because we're all in different like um, places in life, I could invite them and they could like offer a different perspective. I know that, um, I have been working from home for the past three weeks. Um, some of my work was already working from home way before the lockdown. And so like, it's still the only part is like 80% of my work involves meeting people. So I can't be able to do that now, which is slightly driving me crazy, but we've been staying home for the past few weeks. Um, and Daisy's been working... Staying home. <laughs> I've been working from home, not staying home. And then Daisy's been... Staying home. Staying since home. Since Monday. Since Monday. So one week now. And then Tamwa, you are... Well... Complicated situation. <laughs> complicated situation, but is still going to work. And staying know? home. And uh, staying home. And staying home, but primarily, like... Like, you know? Going to work. Going to work. And... Yeah, Tamwa, maybe we should start with you. Like how is I guess in this case you don't have the privilege of staying home because you still have to keep yourself fed and go to work and all of that in in that sense like you still have a job to save and so that requires you to show up and go to work and so as you're how are you like receiving the stay home message
1: Um, I think for those who can and do have the privilege to stay home, it's so great and they should do that because there's a lot of people who are going to work, um, putting themselves at risk because when you go to work, you don't know who you're meeting. You don't know where they were. You don't know what they were doing. I mean, if we could have like some sort of a tracker app where we're like, okay, this person went out drinking with his friends or he did this, but then we don't. So you're just going into this place and you're hoping that, You're hoping that um, everybody was staying safe, but um, chances are high that not everybody was staying safe and somebody was probably up to the most. So you go there, you're not only putting yourself at risk, but you're also putting your family members at risk. You're putting um, the people who may work at your household at risk and yeah, whoever else you could meet, but it's more like you don't have a choice. So you're just trying to decrease whatever risk you can by maybe social distancing while you're at work or wearing a mask and other things like that. So, um, it's, it definitely can't be easy for those of us that have to go to work during this time. And, um, for the people that do have the opportunity or the privilege to stay at home, they probably should because it means there's less interaction, at least from their side.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm Daisy, you're uh, being a social worker that works in a health setting. How is that dynamic for you and like eventually now staying home? Like how are you, how's like, what has been the process like
2: for you? I think it's been weird. We all didn't think that would actually stop going to work because we work at a hospital. So we thought we'd still continue on with services and all that. But like, I think now is when I've been able to sit down and think through even the decision of our organization to shut down. Cause initially everyone's just trying to save their job. So everyone's like, why do we have to go home? Why should we stop working? We want to keep working because we want, obviously want to still get paid. We want to still keep our jobs. But for our organization to actually take the step and be like, okay, you guys need to go home because it's not safe. Like, you can't keep coming to work because it's not safe. We can't keep bringing patients here because it's not safe for them as well. And just to see that dynamic and to actually have employers that actually care and that actually, like you're saying, have the privilege to actually be like, okay, no, we're going to stop this. You guys go back home. We're going to stop all, um, all activities on the project. I think yeah, in a sense has been sort of a blessing to think of it in that way that you actually have people that care for both the clients and the people on the ground. Because as it is, there's not enough protective gear for health workers. And it's been an issue in all hospitals and people Mm -hmm. are on strike in different health centers because they're saying they can't work if they don't have the gear. So I guess it's a privilege to actually be at home.
0: Yeah. And I think what you the something that you touched on that is so important that like um the more like the more you're basically going out the more you're putting health workers at risk you know like the whole essence of like staying home is because especially here it's like you're trying to reduce the amount of like contact that is going on um but at the same time like not everybody. I think, like, in my situation, like, probably have the most ideal situation of, of of us all because I think primary organization has already infrastructure for working from home, and so that's something I've been doing from, what, from wherever. Like, the only hard thing now is we're trying to find infrastructures for, like, how do we still reach people if we can meet with them? But, like, that is a privileged position to not be able to think and worry about all these other dynamics. But the real part of it is there's just so many people who don't have the opportunity to actually be like I'm gonna stay at home because they have to be you know um they have to be at work maybe they work in healthcare. they have to be on the road and do business you know they have to be you guys as business women like your business still has to go on right uh, you can't be like I'm gonna stay at home because it's like you need that money especially now right um there's people who minibuses and minibus drivers and conductors and you know police people like people who work in shops exactly like there's just so many people who are just not able to stay home and I feel like sometimes we're when we say stay home we're just being like offering this blanket statements because we're, we're speaking from such like a privileged position I think it's such it's the same thing as we we're talking about a lockdown like just saying yeah like why is the government not locking down shutting down borders and whatnot and it's like is it because we're so blinded by our own privilege that we don't see the other complexities that other people are affected by, you know? Um, I don't know if you guys have been seeing the memes that have been going around of, like, I can't stay, like, stay home. There's one that's a cartoon of a woman counting down the lockdown days and she's got kids in the house saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, and she's just, like, looking out and there's the police people outside. Have you guys mm. seen that? Mm. You I know? think I
1: saw a different one where there was, like, a woman with her kid and inside... Outside you have coronavirus, inside you have and hunger,
2: hunger yes, or yeah. something like
1: that. And there's one that I actually let me try and find it.
0: Uh, when you have so many things, oh, this is why, one by Tiamika Sewing, which is um, an organization that works with women. But they did one where it says you can't, you cannot self isolate when you only, when your only water source is at a communal village water pump. You cannot self-isolate when you do not have enough to stockpile essentials. You cannot self-isolate when you need to sell peanuts so you can have money to buy food for your children's day. You cannot self-isolate when you are your children's only living parent and their only source of food. You cannot self-isolate when your family's only shelter is a windowless one-room mud brick house. And then it says physical isolation is a privilege many cannot afford
1: and i think also just looking at the way our economy is set up if you have 70 percent of the people living below a dollar point nine a day mm. that definitely shows that there's a lot of people who don't have the privilege to just stay home and you've got your bag of groceries somewhere you've got a fridge filled up with food it means there's a lot of people who actually don't have a choice but have to go out there and like scrape up whatever they have, so it's like, yeah, you're telling them to stay home, but it's like, then what from mm-hmm. there, like how are they going to eat, how are they going to survive, how are going how are
2: they going to keep their children and everybody else alive and healthy and fed? Mm. it's like basically telling them choose whether to die from corona or hunger Mm. which a rational human being would say i would rather die of corona because they don't have corona when you're not gonna let yourself starve. yeah Yeah, you're looking at just it doesn't make sense the
1: immediate problem which is food yeah so i think if there is ever going to be a point where we get to a lockdown there definitely needs to be like proper setting how People are going to survive if they're going to stay indoors, especially people who live like hand to mouth, mm-hmm. and that's the majority.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, I think part of the importance of this conversation is obviously like people need to be responsible in the in the things that we're saying online and all these things, and just like not talking unthoughtfully and not being aware of our privilege to say some of those things. Um, but at the same time. What is our personal responsibility to make sure, like, as people who are privileged in one way, shape, or form, what is our personal responsibility to make sure that we are not contributing or not risking other people's lives in, like, the spread of the virus? And so especially with with keeping in mind the people who are not able to stay home. So people, like, the people that work, um... For us in our homes, the people that work around us, whether it be in our offices um, or we work with or whatever, like how can we be thoughtful of the people who don't have the luxury of staying at home?
1: I think maybe not pushing it as an agenda that, you know, if you're not staying home, then you're doing something bad because, you know, you're out there, you're putting people at risk because Mm -hmm. it's not like it's within their control Mm -hmm. so maybe i just painting it in those who can stay home and those Mm -hmm. who can't i guess that's that but not putting the burden on that person that if they're not staying home Mm -hmm. then it's yeah it's more of like a personal burden or yeah they're causing it themselves Mm -hmm. yeah and
0: what about like you personally is there anything that you're doing to be like okay this is how i'm caring for myself and the people around me and like making sure I'm not contributing to the spread of the Rona. Cause you don't know if you have it or not. And like, you don't know who has it and like how you could get it and pass it on to others.
2: I feel like best practices, like, Mm -hmm. and I think that's what they keep trying to tell us. Like, there's only so much that you can do. Yes, obviously social distancing, wash your hands, use (laughs) sanitizer, cough into your, you know, your elbow. It's it's the small, the things that look like they're small, like, oh no, like, okay, yeah, we can do that, but let's also lock down. Yes. But like, it's also just those small Mm -hmm. things. Like if you're able to do those things, if everyone was able to do those things, I feel like it would actually make an actual like a great impact if people coughed in their elbow if people you know use sanitizer people wash their hands frequently because... or i think
1: even simple things like we'll we done shop right and there's an X here a <laughs> meetup and, and ladies people behind are still you. trying to
2: get close. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, what is the reason yeah and we so love yeah our human si- touch. simple nah.
1: rules like that like staying a meter apart in a grocery store
2: will not kill you like you're not going any faster either way yeah, so best practices. I feel like I'm also taking it upon myself to tell people when they're wearing their mask the wrong way, or should <laughs> not be us. using gloves because it's, it's just wrong.
0: A, a somebody who actually like knows what they're talking Don't about. Don't put tell it us. on your chin. Okay, first of all, tell us what kind of mask we should be wearing, Ooh. and like when we're wasting our time. Secondly, gloves or not, nah. and thirdly, how do you wear a mask?
2: Disclaimer. To disclaimer. I'm not a doctor, but I have attended several trainings where it's like what we're talking about masks. I th- personally, personally, I feel I wouldn't wear a mask. I think I would only wear a mask if. So I had, I did end up with a patient that was coughing a lot, and I told, like we told her to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But I personally don't think I would wear a mask unless I felt like I was either sick, like I was actually showing certain symptoms that I felt like, okay, I'm probably gonna spread these to my, like I was, I could actually mm-hmm. spread corona to someone. Or if I was with someone who I felt like, okay, this person is showing symptoms, I should protect myself. But if I'm going to shop right, I don't think I need to wear a mask. Obviously the logic there is, oh, I'll probably meet someone who's showing symptoms. But it just doesn't make sense to me to wear a mask all the time. Because you can't wear you shouldn't even wear a mask for like more than six hours. But people are probably wearing their mask all day. And a mask is uncomfortable. I don't know if any of you have worn a mask before it's so uncomfortable it's not something that you're trying to wear for a long time it actually made me feel gross because it
0: felt like i'm inhaling like all the bacteria from (laughs) from yourself (laughs) yeah
2: but yeah anyway so surgical mask n95 people most people are wearing the surgical mask i don't i can't remember what the percentage of like what how much percentage of droplets it traps but it could be 90 80 i'm not sure or an N95, which is 95%. You should wear an N95 if you actually, like, are working with someone who actually, you're, you know this person has corona. But cons- should
0: I, like, should I, as a Diana, go to the pharmacy and buy an N95? Or should I leave that <laughs> and... <laughs> And allow the health workers to actually find the N95 mask when they need
2: I mean, them. everyone's going to try and be safe, man. People want to protect their life. So, if you want to buy an N95, <laughs> I'm buy not going to I'm not gonna sit here and be like, don't buy one. It,
0: but if I'm buying it, like, am I not taken away from people who actually are working on I mean, lines?
2: obviously, obviously yeah. there's that argument that doctors are running out of these things, ETC, but like, human logic is to preserve your life. So, you're going to buy an N95 to preserve your life, but wear it if okay if i'm living in a house and my mom has corona then i really do need it because i yeah. need to protect my if i'm taking care of her then i really do need several of those but not goody i'm just going to the shops and i'm gonna wear an n95 that's a waste you might as well just like keep it for that one time when you actually need it
0: and how do i know if it's an n95 maybe sometimes i'm just wearing a desk
2: I drop these
0: don't, <laughs> don't, you don't drop it. these I feel like if you burn in a fireman, it's also because people, (laughs) you see a
1: white mask, it looks like a mask, and you're just like, okay. But like with a dust mask, you're not helping yourself because it only stops 3% of particles. It only stops the dust. 3% protection. So it's just for fun. It's literally.
2: As far as I've read, a cloth mask is just fine, It's guys. useless. It's just gonna look cute. Massey. If it looks cute even. Some of them aren't even cute. But so like, if I wanna
0: look cute, like...
2: Go ahead, like, drip, man. But
0: where am I gonna be looking cute if I'm staying home?
2: People but selfies. People are actually take selfies with their But I for people who are
1: maybe leaving their house, but with with cloth masks, if they don't have a filter, it's it's as good as nothing.
2: And I've seen so many organizations yeah, making yeah, those, same, and I'm yeah. I'm not sure whether to be worried or just confused. Worried. Or...
0: <laughs> and I've seen so many people, which for me is like bothering me because some of the people are really just trying to find like ways to capitalize on yep. corona, which yep. is like upsetting me so much. Don't be that guy. Like, don't be setting sanitizer that's not licensed because you know this is the time. Like, it's so the time to peak, you know, don't be that guy, don't be making, don't be no. making like, like Temu has a tailor, she doesn't have to start now making mess because like, She that's could be making it, masks, not, though. Temo, you could be, you're
4: broke. <laughs> you're yeah. really I mean, I
0: did see somebody who, they're making masks that are reusable and made with, the same I don't know if this is like scientifically accurate, but they're made with the same material that they use okay. for so the mask the surgical ones.
1: For like if you're going to make a cloth mask. There's like no problem with making reusable masks, but they do have to have like a lining where you insert the surgical filters. Otherwise, yes. then you're really putting people at risk because I'm going to go out saying, okay, such and such an NGO yeah. donated these 30 masks for me and my family and I'm going out there and I'm going about my business thinking that I'm protected when it's like three mm-hmm. percent or even less yeah. yeah and so yeah it's just vibes basically yeah yeah it so, does nothing unless it has and I think a filter it, it's very wrong for people who are illiterate or maybe don't really know much don't have access to information or the internet so you receive these things for free and you're like yay
2: but it's yeah. actually probably May. not going
1: to help you yeah yeah and
2: then gloves I I don't know why people are wearing gloves. Honestly, like it baffles. I mean, masks I can understand. With gloves, I'm just like, you know, you're just gonna like put us at risk. because we went to Kips that day. We went to Kips. People were... the attendants are wearing gloves. They've been touching God knows what. Obviously, they must have bacteria. We went to first, please. oh yeah. <laughs> I went to Kips. So you went to Kips. Whoa. Wow! Wow! I'm the wow. Kips kidding, by the way, guys. There's wow. mas- wow. Nothing wrong with Kips. Masala chips and chicken from Kips Labs. Anyways, they (laughs) they were wearing gloves that they had probably been wearing for a while. I don't know how long they'd been wearing them for. But the thing is, you are protected, but everyone else who you touch, everything else that you touch is infected. So I just, I don't understand why. What is the reason? It's every man for
0: himself. Because man
2: even... no, nah, but like, when you do wear gloves as a doctor or as a nurse, you wear them for that specific task. And then yeah. you take them off. Like, you don't see them wearing the same gloves over... Like, they would rather take them off, wear them again. Like, wear different yeah. ones. Take them off, wear different ones. Because you can't... Then you're just gonna infect everyone else with other... Like, other infections. It's, yeah. No, don't wear gloves. Shabu no masks, you can do you but like gloves just don't just especially don't. if you're
1: going to touch stuff that yeah want you get yeah. into contact with other people
2: again unless you feel like you're going to touch someone who has corona then wear it for that time and then take them off otherwise just don't so you do? don't know who has corona maybe so. some people have family members i mean now we have cases so some people might... yeah
0: the thing is what i mean is you don't know is like i could go to KFC right now mm. and the kfc attended doesn't know if i have corona yeah and so they're trying to protect themselves for people who are asymptomatic and don't have it which is the whole thing of like that whole like reducing social contact thing like it's like we at this point don't know who has it or not you know and the amount of going around that's happening and the amount the the way in which corona spreads you could have it and not know which like yeah. then should we just be careful instead of you know, I don't know, like it's a, I think like there's just not one way of looking at it, um, yeah, it's kind of like, um, I want to shift gears into the church thing, but I want to like insert people's voice notes first, and so we're going to hear from a couple of friends of ours, and then we'll come back.
3: So yes, staying home as a privilege, wow. To be honest, I never saw it as one because I only saw it through my life, my lanes. It was only when I started having conversations with people um, that surround me, people at work, um, people that come to my house, like my house help, my God, that I started seeing it as, oh, actually not everyone else can afford to just stay home. Um, but like one of the measures, or I would say one of the measures I am taking is Um, My office has assured me that they're still going to pay me and everyone else at my workplace. And I'm also assuring my workers, even if we're going to go on a lockdown, I will still pay them as well. Because I'll be getting the same amount of money every month. It doesn't matter if they're not coming to work. The point is I need to make sure that they are sustained to actually make the decision to stay home. Or at least to minimize movement um, during a lockdown. So, yes, it is a privilege, and I think we can all take a part um, by making sure that the people that we are able to help and support when it gets to that point where people are locked lockdown, people can't move, we need to maintain that so that people really stay home without having to worry of food and everything else. And I've seen different things on social media. People are dropping off food items uh, to people that know that they need help. People are making sure that they are buying uh, from local farmers um, so that we are making, so that their produce is not going to go bad. Because I mean, if there's stuff in Chipiku and we're all buying from Chipiku, then all these other people that we see on the roads, they'll have nowhere to sell their produce. And you know what? It's better if Gbiku loses than the person that's on the side of the road because then that's their daily bread, you know, like that's their hand-to-mouth kind of um, situation. So I think we can all do little small things that can help and support for people to actually stay home when they need to stay home. And you know what? It's also about if you can afford to stay home, stay home. Don't be going around, moving around, doing things because you can actually afford to or you can do it because you have a car and you move around you are then putting those other people that can actually stay home at risk the same way we're saying stay home to save the doctors stay home to save your house help stay home to save your guard because in you moving around you're the person that's in contact with them more often then you are a risk to them as well so yeah it's it's i think it's a conversation we need to have like to be real in our context, what does stay home look like? And to be honest, it's a privilege to not as many people. It's a privilege, yes, but majority of the people, it's not. And that's very, very worrisome.
5: Hi, Dana. I uh, hope you're good. I'm all right. So lockdown, okay? For me, lockdown in itself is not a problem. Because most of the work that I do, I work from home. I do it from home. So uh, communication is emails and phone calls. Like the only times when I have to go and meet people is usually organizations that have regulations that they don't make payment. Uh, Like straight to the bank, I have to go collect the checks and the likes. So maybe that's how it would affect me, but still not a big problem. But the problem now staying home is uh, we're having power cuts yeah load shedding so every time like i have a deadline uh and we have no power at home i have to go somewhere down to work so that's where i see this lockdown thing like would affect my work like greatly because yo seven hours six hours five hours no power that's like no work done at all
4: hi guys temo here as you know covid19 is upon us and it's imperative that christians take the leading role. In taking the necessary precautions to stopping the spread of COVID-19 by staying home and practicing all the other safety measures that are being set out for us. Um, God is good and God is faithful. His mercy is new each morning and we are drenched in protection and love but we don't see you walking outside naked saying could he god will pimper you like god will cover your nakedness like no and at the same time we also see you lock your doors at night even if you stay in a safe neighborhood and you lock your car when you park at the parking lot it's in the same regard that we take these precautions let's not use the name of god in vain by endangering other people's lives saying god wants us to do this but we're endangering their lives like no keep so let's not do that keep the faith. Trust in God. Stay safe. Like, uh, there's something that
0: um, Temwa, not this Temwa, another Temwa, Temwa C. <laughs> she's also Temwa
2: C. Yeah. <laughs> C-H even. Both wow. of them. <laughs> I just realized I don't know Temwa.
0: Temwa, Temwa sorry. So how you oh know she's Temwa C? Oh my God. So she that's she... what I saved her. Jawi. Chawin- Jawa. Chawin- Temwa Jawa. Mercy's narrative. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: okay. Do I'm better. <laughs> okay? I'm sorry. sorry. Okay? Do better. But Temwa tell tell um, Chawinga, she posted something that I really liked about don't endanger people using God's name. Ooh. Like, like, why? <coughs> like, as a people of God, we need to have this conversation. Like, if we truly believe God is omnipresent, I mean, I'm talking about Christians, right? So, like, our Christian God is, like, hey, our Christian God... Wow, on a woman's day. Oh, I'm I'm like, I was like, something's not about that, but I don't know. I also was like, Our God. checking myself, checking myself. <laughs> I, even though, like, okay, the God that we believe in, right? Hallelujah. Amen. Is omnipresent. And it's like, if God is omnipresent, you can pray anywhere. You mm-hmm. know, like, God is present everywhere. Um, you don't need to be physically in a church to, to be with people. at the same time, obviously, it is another privileged conversation of, like, especially when you look at bigger denominations, they their solution is not online, but they definitely have solutions. Like, yeah. the solutions for, like, a CCP church deep in Anjoli is not going online. It is doing something else. It is maybe house church or whatever. But, like, churches just don't want to do that. Like, why? Why are we being these people? Because, like... Statistically speaking, churches has, have been a key point of like contributing the spread of coronavirus around the world. Yeah. And like somehow we don't care. we even say they can ban churches after Easter. <laughs> <laughs> <And> the coronavirus is <laughs> going oh, away. Yes. <laughs> <Tuesday> is when <laughs> <laughs> the ban can start. And so like how are you guys person and we like Let's someone take- I go to the same church uh, kind of.
1: But, <laughs> I, <laughs> wow, I thanks. I, <laughs> been a
0: while. Toma Toma and I go to the same church. Daisy and I used to go to the same church. Yo wow. Whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> but
1: tough
2: anyway, resisting the urge I, I feel like at the heart of at the heart of the debate, whatever it is, is the issue of faith. Exactly. Um like I remember having a conversation slash argument with someone at church and he was just like eh uh, why why should the government ban church like we don't you have faith that god God will protect you from corona uh, why why should we not come to church? Are you telling me that we should stop praying and obviously like if you follow the logic, you do follow it and you see that they have a point in that sense like if you follow their line of thinking, their line of thinking is god is God is God, so he can protect us from corona why should we stop praying cuz so, uh, my argument was you could still pray from home and he's like no but there's need for corporate prayer um you could do corporate prayer online too though exactly you can do corporate <laughs> prayer with the people in your home but i think but then also then that goes back to your point of saying you i like it has to be a certain type of people that it's only a certain group of people that have that luxury of saying oh we're going to do a zoom zoom church no but i mean you like- can
0: do corporate church at home like with people in your house
2: okay yeah then there's like, that but I feel like it's a very foreign concept for culture yeah culture no 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 but like no, but like black m'la- like is Mlaga, then there's church time exactly like
0: but then I think it's a matter of like changing the lingo to just say hey guys Grandpa, Mama, we'll just church be having church like but have you known our m'amana, m'amana, other generation
2: to adapt monga, to change well
0: I mean we haven't, but sometimes like you just have to twist that arm. You don't have to give people a choice. The people I mean, at the people...
2: top are that other generation. Yeah, and, and I mean also, and my elder, I mean, so it doesn't Okay, and I feel like it
0: obviously it's highlighting a bigger problem in Malawi of like the church
2: has way too much power to the point that the state is afraid to be like. But because the state is in the church, though. Like, that's that's the other thing. Like, people, the MPs, the, all these other people, <laughs> well, they're, like, what elders else? in the church. So, for them even to say, let's ban church, it has implications on them so in I, the church. Like,
0: I'm looking at it, like, how... Everybody has interests. Sort also. of. But yeah. also things, like, just generally, like, the Catholics, Mississippi, like, I think those are, like, two biggest where they always raise their voices on polit- political issues. And in the past, I guess it's been Okay. And now the point is, they have so much power as an institution—not the individuals that are within the state, but the institutions themselves. Like the, mm. the, the fact that the synods can say, "Don't cancel church," and the, the, the like the what do you call it? The the state be like, eh, "We're scared to cancel church because then like the synod is gonna like be mad and like, you know, like and this... close to the hospitals
1: and <laughs> schools and everything I know, and, and take like, away all their services." Bro, from like us. it's
0: just like. <laughs> Why can some decisions just be so simple? And, like, why are we, as God's people, making it so hard for people? To, like, it's not persecution, it's wisdom. Like, mm. wisdom and faith are never at, at well, Your friends are to trying to be, at be martyrs at this time. They're trying and, to like, be this faithful. Is the time through. to shine.
2: And, uh, um, oh. I guess it's just like the way you interpret things. I think for them, they're like, yeah, we're going to be faithful to the end. We're going to go to church. God's going to protect. I mean, I saw some, some women was like,
0: no no because somebody brought up <laughs> on, the, on my tweets and said don't forsake the gathering of the saints that's in the Bible we can gather online though. but like if you're gonna <laughs>
2: die must you though like is God really I, I gonna like really, be mad at you and say it's really saying, about responsibility like, I think
0: God's gonna be mad at me if I
2: was irresponsible yeah. and affected
0: other people I exactly. feel like even just that language of God's going to be mad at me
2: it. I think that's where the problem stems from like Maybe you're really thinking, like, oh, yeah, God is going to be angry with me if I don't go to church. Or God is going to be angry with us if we stop going to church and doing corporate prayer. When it's like, no, God is not going to be angry with you. Like, that that whole, yeah. like, fear of, like, condemnation, fear of, like, I, it's just, I think it's just the way your relationship is set up with God and the way you and view also, God think, as well. And also, I
0: like, I was talking to, like, one of our leaders and he was, like, was, he went, I was, like, why would you go to church to, like... You should have stayed Recently? home. Recently? Um, this was two weeks ago, like, right before, before we even had the case. I was okay. like, you should be staying home and stuff. And it was like, man, sometimes, like, church is just one of those things I want to go to. Like, it's like, yeah. I cannot not go to church. Like, my heart is not okay. Like, and it's not even, like, for the spiritual aspect. It is for the social aspect. Okay. And the the life aspect, which is a the lot fellowship. of people. Yeah, like, and at this point, we all need, like, to socialize, yeah, you know? Really. But, like and it's like church is a social place it is a social my dad calls it like a social gathering (laughs) but like it's not not all that
1: yeah
0: that's not all that it is but that's a factor where it's like, eesh, that means I won't see my friends. Mm. And obviously, there's the money part, right? Yeah. Like, if church is cancelled, offering is cancelled. Oh, yeah, like like someone How was telling
2: you? me... I was, Someone was telling me that she didn't go to church the other week, but they had paper Sunday. Like, oh, yeah! <laughs> they had paper Sunday. Then they called her. They actually called her and said, why didn't you come to church? And was, like, asking for money or yes. something like that. And I'm like, are you yeah. serious? She told I me to. Like, and that's <laughs> what I said to
0: her. You're... Pastor or priest, because we don't want to like, let just be vague. Your <laughs> pastor, priest, or man of God has never ever called you before. And the first time Honestly. they ever call you is for Paper Sunday and ask me why I didn't give. We never called you if you were ever sick. We never told Bro, like, like that
2: time actually making calculations that, yeah, this person has a good job, so she must like give something at least to Paper Sunday. That's just like off. Also, so my off. other
0: pet peeve. I will give. Call me a hypocrite or whatever, but who's not a hypocrite, right? I would give Mississippi Catholic and like more traditional churches a pass, but there's other churches I will not mention names. Whoa, but you know
1: who are <laughs> people about. you possibly could infect because it's not mm-hmm. just about you getting sick, but every person has a like could possibly infect 58,000 people. So maybe yeah. if you think about the damage that you could do by just maybe going out or doing going partying or whatever you're like if you get this you're possibly putting fifty eight thousand people at risk so it's not just about you getting sick but it's about what about babies what about old people what about mm-hmm. people who already have pre-existing conditions mm-hmm. what about their lives
0: yeah and especially considering like most of our population is like hiv positive and like you have to think about people like that as well and it's it's just like, I think, all of us need to be more responsible, and like, it's just really, like, we can't drag. There's a point at which, like, it's not just the government's responsibility to make, give us decisions. Like, we have to also take personal steps, like steps, whatever that looks like, to be, you know, responsible. Anyway, we're at 38 minutes now. Wow. Any closing thoughts? stay home good if luck you can. to everybody
2: <laughs> Those are like, <laughs> my closing words are good luck to everybody like, wow well, what an ending easy. The, that's what I keep telling everyone because, pessimistic. no it's really just like good luck to everybody Tough times never last <laughs>
1: wow <laughs> we're no longer using that we're statement. not using that
2: because clearly he 2020 is showing lied.
1: us <laughs>
0: thank you guys for coming on this podcast. Thank you guys for listening.
1: Um, Thanks for having. Remember to
0: like, follow, subscribe, and share. And let us know, like, what are your thoughts about this whole conversation? Is staying at home a privilege? And what are you doing personally to minimize the spread of the virus? Um, you can send me a voice note if you want to be up next, featured on this podcast. Um, and yeah, peace out. Thanks, guys. Woo! woop
1: Stay safe.